welcome to the BQBL Failcast for week 12, 2022. I'm Alex, he's Dr. Matthew, and he's currently distracted by the World Cup. Goal for Senegal on a penalty kick. They're currently through. Well, I mean, the game's not over yet. I currently, currently was doing a lot of work there. A lot of work. Uh, And I guess currently I'm very salty about this week's BQBL results um, because for the second week in a row, I got screwed with a game-winning drive for Las Vegas, which doesn't make any sense because they don't win games. Except when you start them. Like, I, I, I honestly don't understand. They've won like four games this year, and two of them have been game-winning drives in back-to-back weeks when I started them in BQBL against decent defenses. Like, Yeah, it's a tough beat, uh, especially because... It was uh, a handoff it's also, it's for also the an 86-yard run. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was going to say, exactly what did Derek Carr do on that long touchdown drive? He, he handed it off. to Josh Jacobs, which was yeah. the right move. Because when he'd been throwing it, it had been not as good. Yeah, it's not uh, like he had a bad game before that. But Well, for the record, he threw for 295 yards, but Josh Jacobs ran for 229 yards. Yeah. So actually, on a yards per attempt basis, they were pretty similar. <laughs> um anyway uh who said i was salty i'm not salty no um, you're yeah i i, I assume uh, yeah you're not salty i'm salty right um the um the person who has the least right to be salty is jacob um jacob did the the double uh omaha uh and changed his team choices twice and ended up with his two best teams which might be the first time that's ever happened. Yeah, normally um, that's a, a recipe for disaster. But, yeah, but he, he started the LA Rams and the Washington Senators, and he ended up getting 36 from the Rams and 17 from the Commanders slash Senators. Yeah, um, Jake, Jake doing the rare, uh, there's a, a switch to a backup quarterback and, and then deciding to switch off of that team. Yeah, because, I, I mean, there's something to be said for having a quarterback that's terrible when – you put the backup in and everyone's like, oh, now I'm scared to start your team and be QBL. Yep. Like Mike White, and he and Jacob was totally right, by the way. Mike White had negative nine points, three touchdowns, and he blew out the other team. You know, yes. they they blew the doors off of who was it? The Chicago uh, Bears also Chicago starting Bears, a backup. Who you, who you started. And um on things you can be salty about, Alex, there was there was a very, very brief window when it when it looked like you know the stars had aligned and you were going to get Nathan Peterman, Nathan Peterman start. Oh God, our hero from what was it three years ago? I think it's longer than that, but legendary. I mean, because it was it was it was prior to Josh Allen, right? It was so it must I mean, have been four obviously. years ago. Yeah, that was uh, Peterman's yeah. run, and Peterman did usher in the era of Josh Allen. I guess that's true. I, I never thought about it that way. Sometimes you have to get really bad before it gets really good. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Nathan Peterman uh, looked like he was going to start. Again, you know it's bad when when the announcement comes out, Trevor Simeon is hurt, uh, we're going to have to start Nathan Peterman, and then, you know, like 10 minutes later, it's like, never mind, we don't want to do that, we're going to start a hurt Trevor Simeon. Yeah, we, we talked to Trevor, and I think you can go, so we're going, <laughs> we're going that way. <laughs> and you know 
to Simeon's credit, he played, he did exactly what you expected Trevor Simeon to do, where I, I think when we talked, I speculated that he would throw for somewhere between 150 and 200 yards, one touchdown, one pick. And that is literally exactly yeah, what he the, did. Uh, without seeing the the score, we said, this is pretty much what will happen. And then you check the score and it was. And he almost middled it too. He almost went for 175 exactly. Yep. <laughs> so he scored 11 on the week, which is. Uh, remarkably a pretty good score <laughs> it was my best score <laughs> well but and also in general for uh for teams this is a low scoring week overall so 11 was actually a pretty decent score jake won the week uh this week and is uh, opening up a bit of a lead in the overall standings but he got 36 from the rams 17 from washington even though washington won the game um but but I, beside from that i want to talk about denver a little bit because denver was okay. the second highest scoring team this week joseph started them um and Russell, Russell Wilson managed to throw for 142 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions, one fumble, no long passes, um, no rushing yards. Um, I have a quote here. Okay. I want you to tell me if this is a real quote or a fake quote. Okay. From Nathaniel Hackett. I told Russ he's got to stop saying things like, quote, it's Russell Wilson time, end quote, when his team is losing 17 to three to the Panthers. It upsets guys, and he gets that now. Real? It is not. <laughs> <laughs> but how good is that, though? That's fantastic. Where's that from? Uh, some Someone on Twitter. Nice. Um, I like that. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, totally believable. Uh, what with the. Uh... Yeah, all of the reports. Yeah, the reports out of Denver have been wild. Mike Purcell in the middle of the game, one of the defensive tackles, yelled at Russell Wilson, came over to the sidelines and literally yelled at his face. Um, that's when you know the season's going well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, another another quick game. Um, I'm going to say a statistical category, and you tell me if this is or isn't Russ's worst year ever based on that statistical category okay. on a run rate basis. All right. Uh, record worst or not worst? Uh, worst. Correct. Completion percentage. Um, worst. Correct. Touchdown percentage. Uh, not worst. Nope. Wrong. It's oh, worst. worst. Okay. Interception percentage. Not worst. Correct. Um, yards per attempt? Uh, worst. Correct. Very good. Um, yards per game? Not worst. Correct. Uh, quarterback rating? Worst. Correct. Um, in, in both of the QBR categories, by the way. Um, let's see. Uh, how about the, the, the favorite of the, um, the analyst? Adjusted net yards per attempt. Worst? Easily, correct. Yep. So um, as it turns out, this is just Russ's worst year, and that includes his 2012 year where he played as a rookie at 24 years old and a third-round pick. Um, it's funny because two years ago, we were, quote, letting Russ cook. Yeah, or people, they, you wanted to, right? That everyone was, was like, man, if you to. can just let Russ throw the ball. And I, I think at that point, Pete Carroll knew. I agree. <laughs> I mean, I think I think for years, there's definitely what three or the past two, three years, it's been a lot of, man, I don't know what that that Denver, uh, sorry, what the Seattle offense is doing. I don't know why they 
why they're not just letting Russ throw the ball more. Uh, maybe they knew something. I mean, the assumption of rational coaching is based on the fact that coaches do something that is rational, but rational from our perspective. Now, I think we also have to give them the benefit of the doubt that they're seeing these guys every day in practice and they might know something like some of them are clearly idiots. Like Matt Millen was a coach at one point, clearly an idiot. I think yeah. he was a worse GM, right? Yes. Was he, a, was he ever coach or was he just a GM? I can't remember, but like there are clearly idiots out there. I'm, yeah. I don't think Pete Carroll is one. Nathaniel Hackett might be. I tend to think he's probably not, but he might be. He might be, or he's at least, there's some evidence that he is a bit of an idiot on some things. Certainly. Um, <laughs> anyway, Denver, yeah, 27 points and the second highest score this week. Uh, third highest score was Indianapolis on uh, the bench for Sarah. Um, Indianapolis played just a horrific game. Um any game where you manage to lose badly um, and your opponent is Kenny Pickett. <laughs> I mean, we, we could argue about how badly they lost. Um, but, you know, they had three points at the half. So they were down 16-3. They did have a good third quarter, but that was literally the only time they scored any points whole game um and they lost to kenny pickett who is not good I, i'm just saying no. that jeff saturday had one week's worth of magic in him yeah precisely precisely mm. and, yeah and that's sort of been what's happened with matt ryan too he's, he's he looks uh i would say overwhelmed for a lot of the time and then he has a few moments and that's probably what happens with jeff saturday Right. He's overwhelmed most of the time, and then he'll occasionally give a good speech. Yeah. I, I mean, somewhere between, you know, a guy who doesn't really know how to call plays, a coach who doesn't, who's never coached in the NFL before, a quarterback who's clearly playing out the string and has already been benched once this season. The Colts are in a bad place. They are in a bad place. And, they, and they're not to quite know bad how, enough. Whether they want that. It's tough to know whether that's the plan. But they're not quite bad enough to get that first overall pick I because the Texans, the Texans have really bad. managed to maneuver themselves into it. Yep. Like, I think that they were worried about progression from Davis Mills, so they benched him for Kyle Allen, which is a genius move. Yeah, Kyle Allen. Um, I, yeah. Like... Yeah. Uh, to be fair, they did do some comeback stuff against Miami and Miami had to unbench Tua. So <laughs> yeah, we had the we had the rare victory cigar that was then stubbed out. <laughs> um, which I like, you know. Um But yeah, I mean this week we had I can't remember. I don't think had... that, did they have to? Oh, maybe they didn't. Hold on. I thought I think they were just talking about if they would have to stub out oh, the victory cigar, and they didn't actually need to. Um, the announcers were saying they might have to put Tua back in um, because they benched him at like halftime. Um, yeah, because they were off by a ton. They were up thirty nothing at half, and then they benched him at the half. 
just after the half because he did one. He did one series in the second half, three plays, zero yards, and a punt. Not two, two series. Sorry, sorry. Two punts, uh, and then they benched. Okay. But they 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 were talking about unbenching him, so that is uh, not correct. I apologize to all of our listeners. Skylar Thompson did finish the game, although he only passed five times and fumbled once. <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of uh, a lot of no name quarterbacks in games this week. Uh, Skylar Thompson obviously getting some run there. We we talked about Kyle Allen. Um, we talked about the Rams having a high score, but we, I don't think we actually mentioned the name Bryce Perkins. Oh yeah, we should definitely mention Bryce Perkins because I'm gonna have to make a pun based on Bryce Perkins, aren't I? Uh, you might. Yeah. Do, do you know anything about Bryce Perkins? Um, the family restaurant Perkins. <laughs> do you know where we went to college? I'll say Iowa. Yeah. Iowa State. Nope. Nope. Wrong conference. <laughs> yeah, Virginia. Oh, Virginia. Went to Virginia. Nice. Yes. Um, fascinating. Yes. He's in his second year out of UVA. Well, he was terrible. He was, he was not good. And I mean, this, this is, there's a metaphor somewhere in there for the Ram season where beneath the veneer of a competitive team, they are just deeply flawed and in serious trouble. And at every position, they're one injury away from playing someone who is just god awful. At every position, it's almost like they haven't had any good picks over the last couple of years. Um, remove the word "good," and that's about it. Oh, they haven't had any picks at all. Yeah, they don't have any picks. Uh, I mean, I I get that Les Snead gets credit for their Super Bowl win, mm-hmm. which, as was pointed out. Uh, by Matt Kelly on Twitter, they microwaved. They microwaved the Super Bowl win um, instead of heating it up in the oven like they know you're supposed to. Right. And this is the price they pay. And now, after the season, it's been rumored that Donald is going to retire on defense, Stafford's going to retire on offense, and McVeigh's going to retire as their coach. And all these things sound extremely likely. Can we prove that they haven't already retired? Um, I, I'm pretty sure I see shots of uh, McVeigh on the sideline when they cut to highlights. Yeah, so I, did he? I, he got he got run up by his player this week. Did you see that? No, what happened? Um, one of his players was running onto the field for like a punt or something, and McVeigh wasn't looking, and McVeigh like ran right in front of him, and McVeigh got hit in the jaw by the player's shoulder. Oh, that's and. Funny. I think he's probably in concussion protocol. <laughs> so you're like, saying there's a chance maybe he can retire midseason? He might have to go on the IR. That's funny. I'm saying it opened the the possibility opened up. Stafford is already, you know, not playing. Um, Aaron Donald is still playing. Aaron Donald still, you know, out there. Um, As it turns out, he's still good. He is. He had one of the two good things that happened for them on defense. Note that there were only two of them. There were two QB hits. There were no sacks in this game. There were no tackles for loss. There were no defensive touchdowns. There were two QB hits. That was it. That's all that this team mustered 
against the Chiefs. Jeez. They attempted to pass with their punter and completed it. That was the entirety of the Rams week. They completed a pass with the punter. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's tough. I mean, what? I, I don't even know what to say. Like, this team is just incredibly bad. When did they complete the pass with the punter? Oh, okay, here they go. So <laughs> that, <laughs> so it was at the, uh, it was in the second quarter. It was a 10 play, 23 yard drive. Okay. So I'm not a, a math professor. How many uh, yards per play is that? 10 plays 23 yards yeah that's um a 2.3 per play yeah um the uh that's the big, not good the big play of of that there are two big plays that um oh i see the issue here so, so um i assume there's a hold or something they had a they had a five yard play and then they had a 10 yard play which is a pretty good start for the first two plays right it is yes um or not the first two but um the two first two that counted i think because they had a penalty of delay of game to start the drive which is how you want to start a drive i think yep um yeah five yard and then 10 yard then they lost one yard um okay five more yards one yard and then it was fourth and five they threw a six yard pass with the punter called the timeout and then they got sacked for negative nine yards Eight-yard run, two-yard run, and a putt. Oh. So, yes, the punter came out twice, and the second time he actually kicked it. Yeah, that's tough. I, I, I mean, they were clearly trying. An attempt was made. Right. Oof, that's bad. I mean, yeah. There, and there was a lot of picks in this game. Like in the second half, Perkins was clearly trying to do something with it and just nothing. He had a hundred yards on the head. One one fewer yard, and it would have been a much higher score than even the 36 they ended up with. Yeah, that's right. Um, but Bryce Perkins was also the leading rusher of the team, which I guess is a thing. Uh yeah. How many yards was that? 44. Uh okay. So also was was, you know, stayed stayed below the the 50. I mean, they they just l- released Darrell Henderson, who might have been their best running back. Why? Yeah. Why did they release him? I I heard that. I heard that both he and Eno Benjamin were released for fighting with coaches. Oh, is that right? Okay. I mean, if we think about it, both of those teams, like, what do they have in common? They both have these very pretty big name coaches who are really struggling right now. Dysfunction on offense. Yep. And a guy on his rookie contract who they're not going to re-sign. Yeah. So they released Darrell Henderson. They released, you know, Benjamin. They're in similar spots. There was a lot of speculation that this was just a way of trading without having them actually have to trade because it's after the trade deadline. And that they were just going to sign each other's guys. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) It did not happen. Did not happen. It did not. But, I mean, there was rumor that they were going to release Cam Akers. 
Yeah, well, that was a rumor for a while, and now and then he was playing. He didn't play this past game, right? He did. Oh, he did. Um, believe it or not, with Cam Akers as their running back, Bryce Perkins was still their top runner. Yeah, somehow I can believe this, seeing how how the season has gone. Yeah, um, it was bad. It um, it's really bad there. That's yeah, tough. Anyway, um, there were also some really bad performances this week. Um, Jacksonville was started, and usually Jacksonville, you know, against Baltimore is a good decision. It was not. Um, uh, there was a game-winning touchdown drive there. Yeah, disappointing. Which, much like the Las Vegas game-winning touchdown drive, resulted in a negative score, and that was a negative 17 for Jacksonville. Yeah, so for the second straight week, we had five negative scores started, uh, I believe. Um, there was a that was there were three game winning drives right Vegas Jacksonville and then Cleveland mm-hmm. also had a game winning drive. Um, yeah, Mac Jones has put up a lot of yards somehow. <laughs> somehow, uh, he played well, but they lost. Yep, and there were uh, there were also some negatives on the bench. You know, Buffalo had a negative sixteen. The Chargers had negative twenty. Mike White and the Jets had a negative nine. So this this week had some actually good quarterbacking. And really the only quarterbacks who were truly, truly bad was a backup in Bryce Perkins and Russell Wilson. <laughs> so <laughs> like e- even Kyle Allen wasn't atrocious in Houston. Like he was not good, but he wasn't bad enough to really put up a high score. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So overall, decent quarterbacking. Um, you want to read down the week? Yeah, so we, as we mentioned, Jake won this week, 53 total points. I finished second with 24. Uh, third place was 12. Yeah. That went to Sarah, who got 18 from Houston, and then the negative six from New England. Um, after that, there was a tie, actually, between Will and Joe at 10 apiece. Um, and then, and Will, Will, who started a game that I, both sides of a game that I was not aware happened. San Francisco and New Orleans apparently played. San Francisco put up zero. New Orleans put up ten. Um, that game was thirteen to zero, I think. So what sport did they play? To zero. I football allegedly, um, but there's several kinds of football happening right now. So who knows? Um, it sounds like a lopsided hockey score. If we're being honest, yeah, it does. You got two wins for uh, your five points, and then we had two negatives. Um, Nick got one win for negative one points, and Russ. Uh, negative three, good for zero. So um, that was the scores on the week overall. Do, Alex, do you want to read it off? Yeah. Um, Jake has extended his lead. He's up to 58. He's almost a week clear of the second place teams. Um, you and I are both now tied for second at 50 and a half wins. Right. Um, are you going in and putting the... Uh, I'm, putting I'm the, fixing the ties right the now. Tie. So now Thank you. Um, Sarah has moved ahead of Will. She's now in fourth place with 46. Will is in fifth with 44 and a half. Joseph has moved into whatever's next with 33 and a half. Um, And then Russ is second to last with 27. Nick is last with 26. Yeah. And so what, this is, what week is it? Uh, We're on to week 13. So um, yeah, coming, coming down to it. We're starting to see the end. We got six more weeks to go Um, quickly. Yeah, the, the required starts? Yeah, required starts. Uh, I need to start Tampa one more time. Alex, you need to start the Chargers one more time. Dick has to start Philly one more time. Will has to start Buffalo one more time. 
Sarah has two Kansas City starts. Joe has two Miami starts. And Russ has one Cincinnati start still to go. Yeah, Nick is all good. Nick is Nick can start whoever yep. he wants from here on out. Um, are there is there anyone who can't be started every week? Yeah, um, I think a handful of we have six more weeks, so I believe all of the eights. So that's Atlanta, Chicago, the Jets, New Orleans, Jacksonville, and Baltimore. Uh, I think all of those teams um, need to be benched at least one of the one of the weeks. But I right because thirteen is still our max. So yep. So we got you can have five starts from those guys in the six remaining weeks. Yep. But yeah, I don't think that'll be a, a difficult constraint for everybody. No, it should should be fine as long as your name isn't Matt Millen. Sorry, that was I was pushing it a little bit there. Yeah, yeah, no, that was a, that was a little bit of a stretch. I mean, every week though. I know you got you got to work on it, but more more just yelling on Millen I think works. Yeah, the random Millen just at the end of the podcast is clearly better. Yeah, 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 it's a better move. Um, well. Listeners, my apologies. Millen, 